0: Why do diets keep failing? Damn it. Every single diet, it just, it doesn't work. Why is that? I'm Rev Terry. You're listening to the Weight Loss Woo Show. So this is what we're going to be getting involved with today. The reason why diets fail. Well, because it's a diet. It's not a lifestyle change. Now, we have gotten into this instant gratification type of world where we want everything to happen in about 58 seconds, right? Okay, I can wait two minutes, tops, right? We want it to happen quickly. So we think if we do something radical with our eating habits and, you know, we run five kilometers a day that we're just going, we're going to lose all that weight and then we can go back to the way things were. And everything can be great, right? We're going to roll those salad fixings right into the garbage. And the second that they go in the garbage, we're going to get the cheesecake delivery truck to just back it right up to our kitchen, right? Doot, doot, doot. 69 cheesecakes. Just bring them in, right? Yeah, fill up the whole table. And then we wonder why we not only gained back the weight that we lost, but we also gained a a little bit more weight on top of that. And we're like, damn it. And it becomes a never-ending cycle because we're not willing to go into our belief system and our paradigm and start right from the very beginning about what we believe. About all of our micro habits. Where did they come from? Why do we need to eat a giant dinner every single Sunday? Why do we have to have like eight waffles with syrup every Saturday morning? Why does it have to be that way? Where did all these crazy weird habits start? And then how does it stop? How do we get off this roller coaster? One of the most valuable lessons that we learned from Bob Proctor was that we can change our paradigms through repetition. So what does he mean by that? He meant that when we repeat certain things over and over affirmations and certain activities over and over, we create new records, we create new neural pathways and we create new beliefs, good beliefs. And we know it's difficult to change a paradigm. It really and truly is because your lizard brain is going to fight you every step of the way. Your little prehistoric lizard brain knows that you have always eaten this way. You have always laid on the couch after every big meal and that's always how it has been. How dare you try to change that or take away that pyramid-shaped plate of food? How dare you take that away and say, I have to have a smaller serving. This is the serving of food that I need to survive. Don't you know that? That's your lizard brain. It's trying to keep you alive and safe. It doesn't realize that it's killing you with gravy. It has no idea. It's like, hey, every Sunday we eat a cup full of gravy. It's been that way since we can remember, right? And there's we can't change that. That is written in the Bible, right? Go look for it while I hide the gravy you're trying to throw away, all right? So when we look at our paradigms and how maybe some parts of them came together, we can see, okay, some of these habits came from when I was a child, this is how we ate. If I was upset, mom would always give me a big serving of cake or whatever. And that's why now when I'm upset, I prefer to eat cake, right? And instead of doing something proactive, instead of reading, instead of calling a friend, instead of going for a walk and just talking to God about it and mulling it over. Instead of any of those things, all I want to do is sit on the couch, eat sugar and cry. Because somehow we formed an association with sugar, sitting, crying. They all go together. So if you're sad, these are are your activities. That's it. Right? And we get locked into these paradigms and they affect us. Every decision, decision that we make, every little thing that we do, the choices of food, the times of day that we're eating, all of those things. Right? Those are our paradigms and that's what we have to change. So... We go back to affirmations, right? I am so happy and grateful now that I'm at my ideal weight and I'm incredibly healthy and I have massive amounts of energy. Say it, say it 100 times a day. Say it 200 times a day. Keep saying it. Say that instead of reaching for the tissue and the chocolate ice cream because you are trying to change some deep rooted habits. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to happen in five minutes. That's not how paradigms work, right? They are rooted in your subconscious and they are there deep, right? That is why it's so difficult to change our habits. So recently I was listening to a nutritionist on YouTube that I really love. Her name is Autumn Bates. Anyway, she's hardcore, right? There's no other way to describe her. One of the reasons why the world is such a great place is that there are so many different voices out there and they're all logical. They all make sense. I mean, not every tip is for every person. That's the way life is. So when she was saying, "Okay, one of the ways to really kickstart your metabolism is to get up and do your walk before you eat or drink anything," and I had to laugh because I was like, "Oh, there's going to be, there's going to be some kickback on that one." Right? I I can hear it. I can I know how people react to things like that. I would never dream of telling my people to drag their uncaffeinated asses out into the street for a walk. I wouldn't do it. I'm just not that brave. And also, I believe that if you're not putting sugar in your coffee or tea or whatever you drink in the morning, that it's okay. Go ahead. right? Have a coffee and then drag your ass out there for your walk. And I just, I thought, now I always have coffee in the morning. And I thought, well, what she says is very interesting. I'm going to go test it out. So I never eat now until after I've had at least a 30-minute walk. And would I have chosen that for myself? I'm not sure. I mean, I enjoy walking. It's one of my favorite forms of body movement I'm, I'm just not sure that I would have chose that particular time like before eating I'm the kind of person that finds it relatively easy to skip breakfast um, so for other people it might be very difficult right but I have my coffee I put my lemon water in a thermos And I drive over to where I'm going to do my walking. And you know me, I'm introverted. That's going to be far away from everybody that lives on this street. That's for sure. Is it making a difference? Well, jury's still out on that. But it does give you that really impressive sense of of self-esteem, right? I'm out here early in the day taking care of business taking care of my wellness, right? And the only people that are out there that early are the elderly. Let me tell you, they have a strict set of rules that they live by and they do not waver. If you see them at a a certain time, right? They're there every day at that time. Now, I don't always walk in exactly the same place, but when I do... I I see the same two older gals and they're just chugging along, going down the paths at the big gardens and they have their walking poles and I'm like, God love them. You know, they look a little bit teetery. They're out there. It's muddy. Uh, This morning it was raining and they're, they're still out there. You know, come on, Gladys, you can come on. (laughs) <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> and I just love them because they they have so much self-discipline. How many times have you said to yourself, "Okay, I'm doing this. I don't care what happens." And then the next day you're like, "You know what? It's cold. Just let's start tomorrow." Right? Not Gladys and Betty right i I'm just making up their names, right, Gladys and Betty are out there right cracking on as soon as the sun is slightly above the horizon. They're there at the gardens, walking around with their walking poles, cheering each other on right? and they they look eighty plus years, and they're out there in the pouring rain, so what's your excuse, right? I know you have a hundred and twelve excuses. So put them all in a bag, right? And then use one of those uh, fancy glad bags with with the pull thing. You could pull it shut and then tie it and then throw it in the garbage. Come on. We need to leave all of our excuses behind. We need to be like Gladys and Betty and just say to hell with it. This is the time we walk and we don't care. Sun shining, not shining, raining, snowing, muddy, we're there. Right? We're taking no prisoners. We're not listening to any excuses. Yes, we have no excuses today. So when we stop making excuses and we say, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to go through this thing. One, Habit at a time, one limiting belief at a time, one affirmation at a time. I'm not going to go on a diet. Any changes that I make are going to be permanent changes. So when I decided that I was going to just check out the advice of a YouTuber and just, I mean... She looks like she weighs about 102 pounds. So I'm fairly certain that her advice on how to lose weight, like I have no desire to be wafer thin, but I'm pretty certain that she's getting results because I can tell by looking at her. I can tell by listening to her. And I don't expect what she says to work In 12 days, I don't expect to get up one month into it and be like, well, I should be done by now. What is this? It's ridiculous, right? That's not how life is. It's an ongoing series of habits and mini habits and micro habits. And we just make the shift one thing at a time, like getting up and drinking water. I don't know how many times I've heard people say, well, I don't like water. I'm, I don't want to drink that. Right? Oh, okay. Well, what do you like to drink? Coke. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. I mean, I, I can't fight against that. Right? That addiction is just too powerful for some people. Um. I've seen people literally, they're, teeth are rotting right in their mouth and they're still drinking coca-cola I guess they just what they have enough money to buy dentures I, I don't know I, I don't know how anybody could keep drinking that when they can visually see right that this is not good this is not a good choice we all know the importance of staying hydrated. We know that fat does not get melted by water. We know that also. But our brain needs water. All of our inside systems, right? Going to the bathroom, right? Every single cell in your body, your liver, all of these things. Kidneys, they need to be flushed out. And water works best. Nobody ever said that if you drank water, it melts fat. It doesn't. <laughs> there is just about nothing that melts fat inside your body. right? We know that some things speed up your metabolism and make it easier for your body to burn fat. And that was the whole point of having your walk In the morning, right, before you had your breakfast, right, while your body was still in a fat-burning state, you would use up some more calories and burn some more of that stubborn fat. What we have to realize is that we're going to have to look at habits we've had for a long time that we know are unhealthy. And we're going to have to change right we have to move away from those habits and move towards something else remember if you're taking something away you need to put in a a substitute right so if you're used to sitting on the couch and watching tv and having all these tons of salty high fat or sugar snacks You need to replace that. Maybe one day your paradigm will be totally different and you will not be a big television watcher. It's something that I've moved away from. A lot of people move away from it. They get a lot of uh, interesting hobbies and they just don't have as much time to watch television. But this is not a judgment. If you did your workout, if you... Ate the way that healthy people eat, right? Because we're acting as if. So all of our habits are as if we are already the person that we see in our future. So we know that when we're watching television, right? Maybe it's just a couple times a week, some kind of movie night with the person you love or with your family or with your children or whatever, You're watching a movie. You know that you are going to want to be snacking. So you just, you plan ahead. Give yourself a wide array of healthy things that you can reach for and put them right in front of you. You know, you can have dips. You can have hummus. You can make your own, whatever kind of thing you want to dip your vegetables into. You could... Have popcorn, you can have healthy snacks, there's tons of recipes online, right? Some sliced apples with peanut butter, all kinds of things. You know you're gonna wanna reach for it, so make sure that you can reach for something that is healthy at least. So we will get more into paradigms more deeply at a later time. But until then, thank you very much for tuning in. If you can give the podcast a five-star review, that would be awesome. And I hope that we'll be talking again really, really soon. Until then, mind how you go.